Hey there. <laughs> I don't know what. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. It's, whoa, look at all the presents on Prices Right. It's lunchtime. It's Monday. I'm taking a little lunch break here, so I figured I'd just check in on the old podcast and say what's up. I was thinking uh, it's December 20th. Christmas is almost here. I, t- I feel like this whole, uh, everything in my world anyways has revolved around just everyone, not just myself, but my whole family, kids, wife, extended family, everybody just staying healthy enough so that we can make it to next, make it to Christmas and be healthy. Now we're all, we're all vaccinated and stuff. We're all good. As far as that, you know, the kids, uh, my nephews, everybody's vaccinated. Everybody's boosted who can be boosted. Um, you know, so we're all, it's all good. Uh, but I just, man, <laughs> between uh, sports games getting canceled. I mean, we didn't have, they weren't canceling sports at all. You remember last year, the NFL, I think they made it to maybe week three or four I don't they didn't make it too far before they had to start shuffling games around and postponing games and moving them from Sunday to Monday or Tuesday or what they think they did Wednesday uh (coughs) excuse me and now we've you know there's a little sense of like hey all right because they hadn't done any you know the NBA season started got through they got through an entire major league baseball season of course they had some uh there were a few cancellations or a few things here and there during the baseball season if i remember right they had to not not many though a couple games here and there that had to be rescheduled or had to not. i feel like it was only a two or three at the most i don't think it was that much maybe not even that many i don't know uh uh, 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 and, and then, uh, the NFL season came along and there's nothing throughout the end of August, you know, preseason throughout September, October, November, nothing canceled college football. I don't, I don't recall anything. You know, there were a couple of times there's some players that have COVID and they have to miss the games, of course. And some coaches had to, you know, go home and, and miss games cause they had COVID and all that stuff. And obviously Aaron Rodgers, his whole thing, you know, there, there was that bullshit here and there where it was like a. You know, a player or two, a couple of players here and there, coaches here and there. Nothing crazy though. And now we're like, oh shit! <laughs> you have, you have. There's two. There's a regular Monday night football game tonight. Then there's the other one at five o'clock because I had to get the Browns and the Raiders. I think that was supposed to be a Saturday night game that didn't happen, or Saturday afternoon game that didn't happen. Then uh, you you got a game tomorrow. Was it Seahawks and and Rams? Uh, oh, and, and Washington and Philly. you got two games tonight and two games tomorrow. Where three of those games, three of those four games that are taking place in the next uh, 28 hours or so, 30 hours or so, uh, were supposed to have taken place either Saturday or Sunday. And then you've got, like, looking over the weekend, all these college basketball games getting canceled. I mean, not even postponed, just canceled, just outright canceled. Then you've got Saturday Night Live. <laughs> Doing their show in front of no studio, basically doing a show with Keenan and Michael Che being the only cast members who were there, and then bringing in, you know, Paul Rudd still having to host, which was weird because uh, there was no audience. 
and then Tom Hanks and Tina Fey. I mean, they 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 made uh, whatever chicken chicken salad, right? Out of chicken shit, uh, as as best as they could. Like they had to cancel the musical guest Charlie X C X X X C X. Uh, that couldn't couldn't have her come on and do the performance. So they basically sent everybody went home. So they had like just the bare minimum skeleton crew, enough people to to run the camera, to do you know a couple of the musicians and the band were there. Keenan and Michael Che were there because uh, all the all of you know half the cast had COVID. The rest of them didn't want to be there. And uh, yeah, it's really really something. Um, so now I'm just like, oh God, <laughs> here we are. Like I was, I fully, all this stuff that's happening, I fully expected it to happen. I just didn't think it would happen until January. I thought like, eh, Thanksgiving, is it that, is it that big of a travel thing? Thanksgiving? I think it was, I think it was. Um, so now that's what you're seeing is, you know, two weeks, two weeks after Thanksgiving, you know, two, three weeks after Thanksgiving is, Yeah. Takes you to the middle of last week and the week before, so if all the all those cases are spreading and now they're spreading, and so I guess it makes sense. I guess it's I guess that it does make sense that this would be happening. Combined with probably people just uh, whatever. I, I don't I don't want to talk. We've talked about this to death. Why cases go up and all these things, and now Boston just has all these mass mandates coming back and require vaccination and things like that, which I'm, I'm all for all of that stuff. Uh, because like when you go out in public and you see somebody who's not wearing a mask, I'm pretty much just assume that's somebody who's neither vaccinated or wants to wear a mask because I go out and I wear a mask. Uh, you know, I had a, I had a couple moments over the summer where I thought, yeah, all right, I'm fully vaccinated. Lots of people are, it's summer. I think we're good. I, there were a few times where I went to the store, didn't have a mask on. Felt weird, but it felt like, okay, cool. We're getting back to it. Got to get used to it, right? It's like, oh, I've become so used to wearing this mask. You got to take it off. And then you get towards the end of the summer. It's like, mm, I think we should just be wearing these still because nobody said, oh, hey, guys, pandemic's over. They just started lifting restrictions on things and more people had access to the vaccine and got the vaccine uh and and now we're getting the booster and all that stuff and that i think that will help i think january is going to be rough and february probably too just because you know the winter is the winter it's it's cold and flu season it's all that great super duper awesome fun stuff that everybody loves good old just good old-fashioned cold and flu combined with good old-fashioned covid uh anyway so now here we are just, uh, what is it, three days? Yeah, three. We're, we're scheduled to leave Thursday. We're scheduled to go down to North Carolina. We're scheduled to be there for a week, see the family, have the Christmas together. I'm not super worried about it in the sense that we're all vaccinated. Um, I'm a little worried in the sense that, like, yeah, you know, it's probably just, uh, it's not, like a super responsible thing to do. Uh, but then the other part of me says, well, um, you know, I've done everything. I've done my part. I've, we've done everything. And we're going to drive down there. We're going to wear a mask. Just as we did over the summer, too. 
when we were in uh, Myrtle Beach, uh, we took our masks off. We went to the sea captain's house, and we had a nice dinner. We had our masks off during that. And a couple other – did we go to a couple other restaurants? I don't even remember. We went to the Nacho Hippo, which was kind of an outdoors-ish fans blowing and stuff. I'm like, okay, it's not so bad. Kept the masks on for that. Also, it's the middle of the summer, so like, yeah, whatever. Uh, but the drive down, stopping at gas stations, stopping at rest areas, anywhere we stop, we put masks on. So that's what I'm gonna. That's what we're gonna do, because that's that's what you do. I've done my part, and the thing is, I kind of hate to say this, but I also, uh, you know, I don't really hate to say it. Um, at this point, what? Who are we? Who are we doing all these things for? Like who are like really? When you really think about it. At this point, who are the folks that were just working so, so hard to protect? Two years ago, it was everybody because there was no vaccine. Even a year ago, the vaccine was being made available for like the first. We just passed the one year anniversary of the first person taking the vaccine. Right. And it was the first line, you know, the medical workers and, and those kinds of, you know, the, the key people who needed them first and foremost. And and then it moved on to like at risk health and the elderly, of course, were next in line. And then they. Then they open it up to the, you know, to the 70 year olds, to the 60 year olds, the 50 year olds, blah, 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 blah. And now it's anyone five and up. Um, so, yes, I, I am, you know, I don't want to get little teeny weeny kids sick. Uh, so I guess there's that concern. But I also at this point, what are the hospitalization rates? Of, it's like ninety nine point eight percent unvaccinated. And you read these stories. I was just reading this doctor story on Reddit about like he quit the medical. He went to a he called it a medical adjacent profession. So he's you know he's probably going to be like an analyst or a research scientist or do you know any number of things. Uh, who knows? Maybe he's a recruiter now for hospitals. I have no idea. But a, a medical adjacent profession because he had enough of treating patients, not because he didn't want to treat patients, not because he didn't want to treat unvaccinated patients. He's a doctor. And he said, this is what I'm signed up for. What he didn't love was this 30 something year old guy with a wife and kids, uh, who refused to enter the hospital wearing masks and therefore were denied entry to the hospital. So this, so this 30 something year old guy, is dying on a ventilator. Everyone knows. I mean, the guy even knows, like, I'm I'm finished. I'm done. It's the end for me. He knows it. And the doctor's talking about how he can see it in his eyes and the tears and not being able to speak, and he's coughing, and he's, you know, begging. He's begging, on literally on his deathbed, begging for a vaccine. And the doctor's like, dude, it's too late. You can't have the vaccine. That ship has long sailed, my man. And then the wife refuses to come in because she will only enter if she does not have to wear a mask, which is, that's like you're, you're fucking, you're in a, you're in a cult. That's, in, that's beyond levels of stupidity and crazy that, that we've been accustomed to, quite honestly. In the last two years, I mean, in the last five years, we've seen the emergence of crazy and stupidity that was just like bubbling up under the surface. And now it's, now it's here. <laughs> Now it has awoken. And then, in the, and then in the last two years, in the pandemic, we've seen that taken to all new heights that are, I would say, unimaginable, but not really because nothing 
is really surprising about the human race and the <laughs> and the endlessness of <laughs> the limitless stupidity and insanity that uh, that we are all capable of. And so reading this thing about this doctor who left the profession because this guy died. He was on the phone with the wife saying, you can come and visit your husband. You just have to wear a mask. And she wouldn't do She wouldn't. The only chance she had to see her husband alive, and he did die. Only chance she had to see her husband alive, and she refused because she wouldn't be a sheeple. He's not going to let the communists tell me what to do. So instead of saying goodbye to your husband in his final moments, at least letting him, giving him, you know, maybe some comfort of being able to see his wife and kid's face by his bedside, instead of dying alone with nobody, she denied him that because she wouldn't fucking put a mask on to go into a hospital. Holy shit. And, um, and then when this doctor was on the phone, she was insisting that the doctor treat her husband with ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine and 10,000 cc's of orange juice or something to cure COVID. Give him a 10,000 milligrams of citrus vitamin C injection. She said the bottle, the body cannot handle that. That's all. Any excess is going to just come out as orange piss, basically. Uh, and ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine, no, no, that's a no for what should be obvious reasons. But she refused and she said, so, so this, hus- this guy died and then the doctor, security wouldn't let the woman in because she wouldn't put a mask on into the hospital again, filled with sick people, filled with people dying of COVID, filled with doctors and nurses who we, we claim that we care so much about and then this numbskull won't put a mask on in a hospital. And then... So she doesn't. She's not allowed in the building. And the doctor graciously says, "I will go out and, and meet her outside." And so he goes outside and explains to her, you know, has to tell her, "You're. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Your husband died," and blah blah blah. And then the next thing he knows, he's got her fist in his face. She punches him as hard as she can, breaks his nose, and he's you know. So this guy, this doctor who just tried to save. This asshole's life who refused to get a vaccination, who had the decency to go talk to this cunt who, yes, you just lost your husband, but also you didn't have to lose your husband. And also you could have seen your husband if you just put a fucking mask on and gone up to his bedside to at least give him maybe a little, of course, knowing what she's like, maybe the, maybe the real peace was in knowing, <laughs> knowing that he wasn't going to have to see her ever again. Oh my God. And, uh. And then she's so she called the doctor. She punches him, and she's you're a murderer. You murdered my husband. I told you to give him fucking horse dewormer and all this stuff. And uh, and the security grabbed her, and we're gonna you know call the police and all this stuff. And he said no, don't call the police. Just put her in her car and send her out of here because I don't because he said I'm terrified that the QAnon lunatics are gonna hear this story and they're gonna come after me thinking that I killed this guy. Meanwhile, he's doing everything he can to save this guy. And so those are the people that I can't help to think about, can't help think about, when I'm saying, okay, yeah, we're going to take precautions. We're going to be, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to, 
even if I, you know, I'm vaccinated. So if I even have like mild symptoms or no symptoms and I go down and I get COVID and then I bring it back up here and, and then people who are, <laughs> and then I say, well, and then I'm spreading more COVID. And then I kind of think to myself like, eh, <laughs> eh. And not to say, and I don't want to deliberately spread. I don't want to be like Donald Trump who showed up at a debate knowing that he had COVID and not wearing a mask and trying to breathe on the current president to try and kill him, which I remember thinking at the time, isn't he probably just doing that? It's like, oh, stop. Oh, even Donald Trump wouldn't be like, have you not seen this guy for the last 30 years, let alone the last four? He doesn't give a shit about anybody. You crazy? Of course he's good. You know that when Sean Hannity and Laura Ingram and his dickhead coke fiend son are texting to tell him, like, stop the insurrection. You're fucking going to destroy the party. And he just keeps doing it. Like, we keep learning everything that we need to know. And yet, I I don't know. Oh, Donald Trump wouldn't deliberately. Even Donald Trump knows enough to not try and pass COVID along to his political opponents. Are you crazy? That's the thing that he probably loved most when he found out they had COVID. He's probably the first thought in his head was, A, save me, save me, save me at all costs. I don't care. Get me the vaccine as soon as possible for this hoax. Save me, save me, save me. And then the second thought was, oh, I can go to the debate and breathe on Mr. Biden. Anyway, uh, so there's like, there's kind of that thought, I must admit, there is that thought of like, I've actually done everything right. My fa- We've all done everything right. Uh, we skipped the whole Christmas thing last year. You know, none of us are getting any younger. So that's one Christmas we'll never have that we could have had. We'll never have. Okay, one. That sucked. But now we're, now we're getting back. We're, we've got our you know plans. We're going to go down. We're going to see everybody. Have a nice time. And I'm kind of, yeah, not kind of, I'm, I'm very much at the point where I'm like, ah, you know, I'm taking every precaution there is. We're all vaxxed. I'm going to wear masks when the occasion calls for it. I went out on Saturday in the little snowstorm that we had and went and just got some, got some home tests to bring those down. You know, I've asked, uh, talking to my, my mom yesterday, I said, Hey, you know, maybe if we could all like you know, just go to Walgreens and get a couple of COVID tests. That way on Friday, we all, you know, right before we have our little holiday celebration, we just take a, before the dinner and everybody gets together, everyone just takes one of these fuckers. And then that way we're just like, okay, everyone's, we're good. No COVID. Let's just, let's just hang out. But it's also like, yeah, who are we, who are we protecting now at this point? Those those people, I, like I'm kind. Of, what I'm saying is, I'm my feelings are sort of the same as this doctor. I'm not comparing myself to a doctor. I'm not, I'm not saving anyone's lives. But you gotta you gotta admit, after two years of a certain percentage of the population doing everything the right way, following all the guidelines, all the procedures, taking care of themselves, taking care of others, being pretty selfless. Let's be honest, pretty patriotic in that regard. Uh, and then to have these like complete, you know. These these non these non patriots who just want to read something called Q and do everything that Q tells them, and some other fuckhead named Joe Rogan, and all these other maniacs, 
and believe all this nonsense. Like, can you, I have to admit, I was thinking about it this morning, even before I read that thing on Reddit from the doctor, I was just thinking like, man, can you imagine you've dedicated your whole life? You've been in this, you've been in this for 10, 20, 30, 40 years. You've been working as a scientist, as an analyst, as a researcher, as a doctor, a medical professional in some way, big or small, doing everything you can to discover cures for diseases, to, 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 to advance, uh, to advance our, our medical knowledge, technology, uh, progress, whatever. And then you get to a point where it's like, wow, now, now all of our, our life's work is put to the test because we're in an actual pandemic, the likes of which hadn't been seen in, in a century. Uh, I wasn't asking you anything, Alexa. Thank you. Uh, the likes of which hasn't been seen in a century. And then half of the people in this country anyways, are like, Hey, fuck you. I'm going to take the sheep medicine. I'm going to stick bleach up my ass. Are you fucking talking? Alexa, stop. I'm not talking to you. Jesus Christ. What the fuck? Anyway. Uh, so, so yeah, I, I gotta say reading this article and this guy's like, I done everything to try and cure and save anyone vaccination status. I don't care. The Hippocratic oath is that's the job. That's the job is to save lives. And then he does everything he can. And this guy dies, uh, not because of anything the doctor did or didn't do, but because he didn't get vaccinated and he didn't take it seriously. And then on top of that, he's got to go deal with his wife, who then punch it, proceeds to break his nose, physically assault him, and punch him in the face out of nowhere. And uh, yeah, I would, I'd, I'd want out too. Just like if I was a teacher right now, I'd want out of that. My wife works in the lunchroom and tells me the stories, and I, I want to rip my hair out. And that's not even, I mean, that's just like, that's just mealtime. Can you imagine <laughs> being somebody who's tasked with trying to actually educate these kids, get them to learn something, get them to retain something? Oh my God, I can't even imagine. The stories that I am told are just like, I'm just a swirling ball of rage. Anyway, maybe that's why I'm not so much like feeling the Christmas thing. I'm just not like, you know, it was always a time of year. I'm not religious at all, but it's, it's, it's always just, you know, it's Christmas. It's a magical time of the year and it's always something, I mean, especially, you know, and then when you have kids, you get to kind of all, whatever cliches you've heard about, uh, you know, you now see it through their eyes and, you know, whatever, whatever you want to say. Um, but it is, it's fun. Cause you get to like, it's kind of cool, especially if you're me. Like I, I just the other day I asked, I asked Kimmy and the kids. I said, "Listen, I, I don't. Usually they don't get me anything for Christmas, and that's kind of like I'm, that's not true. That's not true. They get me things for Christmas. Um, you know, they usually it's 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 not it's not the way that we give them things or that I you know I get Kimmy things for Christmas like gifts because and I I say don't get nobody has to get me anything because I. I buy myself my own gifts <laughs> throughout the year. Like I just, I, I do enough, <laughs> I do enough uh, gift giving to myself. I just tell them, look, 
if I want something, I just, um, you know, I get it. Um, and Kimmy's the same way. Kimmy just doesn't, you know, she doesn't, she's not a child like I am who needs to have games and toys and things like that. Uh, but uh, I was saying to the kids the other day and to Kimmy, I said, listen, I don't know if you've got me any presents. If you're not, it's, it's okay. You don't have to get me anything. But if you happen to be out at a store that has toys, I said, I would love a toy this year for Christmas. If you can find, like, just, I don't even care. It doesn't have to be any, like, great, cool thing. Um, you know, but if there's, like, if you're at a, you're in a drugstore and you see a Transformer that you think looks cool or you're at Target or something or, you know, see one of these things and just of, I don't even know, an action figure of some kind, Star Wars or Transformers or something that's, like, kind of just fun. Uh, I just said to them, I said, that would be cool. I, I love toys. And that's been one of the fun things, like having kids for the last decade plus, you know, since, you know, it was baby toys at first, but that's still cool. It's like you can, you know, there's some cool baby toys out there. And now they're older. My oldest doesn't want toys. And it doesn't even, you know, there's a handful of things. I've, I've mentioned both of my kids want a gaming laptop. Uh, so the toys, the, the requests... They ain't getting any cheaper. They're just not, uh, it's just not the same as before where there's going to be big, huge boxes and under, you know, we're going to open the thing and it's like, oh, it's the Barbie dream house or it's, you know, it's the Millennium Falcon. <laughs> you know, it's not, it's, it's a robot, uh, bat, the bat bot or whatever the hell it is or the Megazord. The, you know, it's none of these big fun toys that I even look forward to playing with. It's, uh, you know, my youngest wants, largely crafting things and there's a couple of there's a couple of toys here and there but it's it's shit that I don't I'm not into it's these little mini brands that are literally it's just miniature plastic toys that are like cereal boxes and uh, you know household items and things that that the little beanie boos can play with um you know beanie boos not my kind of toy that kind of stuff is not my kind of so I just said I'm it's sad that there's no toys being wrapped uh <laughs> so I said, go out. If you can find a toy, get me a toy. I just want it. I want a toy. I love toys. Toys are awesome. Video games are awesome. Uh, anyway, but I just, in general, I'm finding myself like, yeah, I'm totally. It's not that I'm not even, not even that I'm not into the Christmas spirit. I'm just kind of, it really, truly does feel like we just did this a few minutes ago. It feels like we were just here. Like the last, I said this last year when we were putting up lights and decorations. I said, didn't we just do this? Yeah. And then this year, same thing. I'm like, we just fucking had Christmas. It was 10 minutes ago. We were, we were here. We're back here already again doing Christmas. Like this just happened. So I haven't watched like normally much of the month of December. I put my my normal listening on hold and I'm just listening to Christmas music all the time and I put my normal TV watching on hold and I'm just, you know, watching Christmas episodes of whatever, The Office and Bob's Burgers and The Simpsons, Family Guy, you know, old Family Matters Christmas episodes, whatever. And then, of course, you know, Chevy Chase and Home Alone and Scrooge and, you know, all that stuff, Garfield, Charlie Brown. Watching all that shit, <clears throat> and this year, I, man, I can't, 
can't get in. Rudolph was on the other night. I put it on. I'm like, I, I don't care. I don't care about this <laughs> right now. I just feel, I feel like I just watched this. I just watched this. We're you know we do at, at dinner time. We put on uh, holiday traditions on Sirius. Holiday traditions, Sirius XM, and uh, and that's nice. But even then, I'm just like, ah, it's the same fucking songs. It's over and over again. <laughs> and then like, um, yeah, it just it because it used to feel like Christmas. Just it took it took ten years to get here. So when it did, I just was like, oh, well, I just want all Christmas movies all the time. We're gonna watch nothing but Christmas specials. We're gonna listen to nothing but Christmas music. And now I'm just kind of like, eh. But then what happens? I've had years in the past where it was like this. I wasn't feeling real festive and um you know and I thought maybe Saturday night the snow would help and no like it wasn't much of a snow it wasn't wasn't what we had hoped for uh it was nice enough but it just yeah just wasn't eh, just wasn't there for me it just wasn't it wasn't happening for me and uh 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 I lost my train of thought again. What a surprise. Uh, oh, the, but then the problem is, and this has happened in years past where I wasn't super into the holiday spirit, which was rare. It would be, you know, once in a great while, I would just kind of be like, eh, not really feeling Christmas this year. I'm not going to get all worked up about it. But then what happens? Christmas gets here and it comes and goes. And then I wake up on the 26th and I'm like super depressed because it's over. I didn't get into it. I didn't watch the movies. I didn't do this. I didn't do that. And now it's like, ah, uh, like I feel bummed. So I'm at, I'm kind of at that point where I, I, but I don't want to watch Christmas movies, but I feel like I should just, you know, I have, I have all my screens on while I'm, while I'm working. And I did put the two Home Alone movies on the other day, but it's just like, ah, God damn. I just, Kaylin wanted to watch Christmas Story. We watched that. Well, on Sunday, we watched Christmas Story because that's what she wanted to watch. I wanted to finish the Bond movie. The youngest wanted to watch Christmas Story. I'm like, uh, I don't, but okay. Let's put it on. And I love that movie, and we put it on. And then she got up and left halfway through it. She just got, she said, eh, I'm going to go do other things. And so we shut it off. But I was, I'm watching it, and I'm like, ah, I love this movie. This is great. I'm kind of. Yeah, I feel like Charlie and Mac in the uh, Sunny in Philadelphia Christmas story where they're just like, they're not, they're just trying to go do the old traditional things to get into the Christmas spirit. And it's just like, yeah, I'm not really feeling it in the Christmas spirit. Yeah, that's, that's been me. And uh, probably, that's probably a lot of people. It's just, yeah, it's just weird. It's just a weird time. I just wish fucking, uh, it was just, uh, I'll tell you, there's, there's nothing fun about having family. That lives, uh, whatever, 600-some-odd miles away, 700 miles, whatever it is. There's nothing fun about that because I'm, I'm never looking forward to, <laughs> to the travel <laughs> to get there, whether it's we, – we there's no way we were going on a plane this year, so we're driving down. And we're going to drive down and, you know, I, I don't know how it's going to go. I haven't decided yet. Are we going to stay somewhere? Are we going to just – just bang out the whole fucking 15 hours in one shot. Oh, God. After a day of work. That's what I did. That's what I did over the summer when we went to Myrtle Beach. And somehow it worked. I don't, I don't know that I'll have it in me 
to do that a second time. But I also don't know that there will be any hotels available, and I don't know how far we're going to get when we leave. That's the problem because uh, Connecticut is such a is such a wild card that you can't you don't know what's going to happen. Chances are it's going to take two hours longer than it normally should to get through Connecticut, and uh, we're going to be way behind schedule. And then there's also the chance that that doesn't happen. There's a chance that we just like sail through. It's, I, that's usually not the case, but you just never know. So that's what's hard. It's like, I don't know. We could book a hotel now, but is it too far? Is it not far enough? Like I could, I could say, hey, let's, let's book a hotel in uh, New Jersey somewhere. And we could get there three hours ahead of schedule and be like, ah, oh, man, I'm, I don't want to stop in New Jersey so early. It's, we, we could do like three more hours of driving and, you know, or I could say, hey, we stop in the Washington, D.C. area, which is usually a pretty good halfway point. But who knows? Maybe we get there and say, oh, my gosh, we've only just made it to New Jersey and it's two in the morning. We're never going to make it to Washington, D.C. It's going to be tomorrow. It's going to be whatever. So that's the tough part. And uh, it's it's all thanks to Connecticut and the tri-state area. But yeah, it's uh, it's not I, you know I look forward to it in the sense that I can't wait to just have my I love being in the car with my family too. That's uh, you know I don't know that everybody does, but I love it. We don't you know the only person who's an asshole is me when I'm yelling at other cars. And then, you know, and then people get upset with me because I'm screaming at other other drivers. Uh, that'll happen again. There's no question about it. But <clears throat> other than that, we just, you know, we listen to tunes, maybe pull out the old Mad Libs, that kind of shit. It's, it's just nice. It's nice to just be there and have my family and, and the kids can't, the kids can't leave us and go off someplace else. So we just have to be together in the car, which I like. Uh but it's still, and I'm not, you know, I don't have any time off other than for, I'm taking Christmas Eve off so that we can, that's, that's a driving day. A nice, fun Christmas Eve. My favorite, Christmas Eve is my favorite day of the year, I would say. I like it. I love Christmas Day, but Christmas Day, Christmas Eve doesn't have any disappointment. Christmas Day often is accompanied with a great deal of letdown when you get to the end of Christmas Day and everybody's going home, the dinner's over, the presents have been open. And, you know, for the kids it's great because that just means they still have a, you know, vacation is just getting started, right? It's still, you know, the, the week, uh, it's the, at least a week left of vacation. For me, it's usually like, all right, well, work is tomorrow. <laughs> this year's okay because it's on a Saturday, so at least I can say, hey, all right, Christmas is over, but I've got a whole day to rest before work starts up. And it's a nice week because it's a it's a slower week and most people are on vacation. But still, work it's still it's still work. Um, it's not like I can just say, "Hey, the day is mine. Let's go do whatever." I don't have to get up early to take the kids to school, so that in itself is a vacation for me. It's going to be lovely to just roll out of bed around nine o'clock and get into the to the work laptop and catch up on things. Uh, but it's uh, as I was explaining to the kids last night, I said, look, uh, because we're coming back late. We're coming back, and there's only going to be, you know, a day of vacation before school starts. And my oldest is not too happy about that. I usually 
program it so that we get home and there's at least three, usually four, if I can help it, five days before we have to go back. I like to, I like to split it up and say, hey, we'll do, we'll do three or four days with the family. We'll do the Christmas thing, presents, fun, dinner, all that good stuff, fire in the fire pit, all that fun. And then, and then we'll come home and then we'll still have a good chunk of time that we can just relax, have a long extended weekend before we get back into it. This year's a little bit different for a number of reasons. We're going down for a longer stretch of time. And, uh, uh, yeah, the oldest, the oldest, of course, last night, as I was telling them, I said, look, just as a reminder, here's the schedule. Cause they were asking, when are we leaving? And I, I laid it out for them and said, yeah, you're going to have just, we're going to get back and you have one day. Um, before school starts, and then they threw their baseball hat across the room and was not happy. And I said, is this the first time you're hearing of this? Because I will tell you for a fact, I have told you this countless times going back to November, and you were cool with it. Everybody was cool with it. I said, here's the plan. Here's what we're going to do, and here's why, and you were cool with it. It doesn't mean that's what we want to do. It just means that's what we're going to do because it's the right thing to do. And, uh, yeah, so it's (laughs) – there are some who are not happy about about the whole thing, but um, you know. But that's the other thing too. Once we get there, then everybody's going to be great. It's just, and then nobody's going to want to leave to come back here. So that's the fun. That's the fun of like <laughs> getting certain people to go out to do anything, even like going. I mean, there are times where it has been a chore to pry somebody away from what they're doing to go to a friend's house to have, you know, video games and birthday cake. I don't want to go. But you're this is your friend, you committed to it, you're going. And it's a birthday. We're not we're not telling you you have to go and like uh work in a warehouse on a Saturday. You're going to go play games with friends. And then they get there and of course they have the greatest time. Uh, and that's you know that's just that's just in the that's just in everyone's dna to not want to go anywhere ever and then to go to be forced at gunpoint to go and then to get there and to have the best time and not and then not want to leave that fun time so that's what we're looking at and once we get there everybody's going to be happy everybody's you know relaxation mode hanging out with the family it's going to be great but uh, i tried to explain i said look think about it this way you get to go just like myrtle beach we're going to have a long drive might not be fun, but it'll be, you know, we'll get there. And then you've got Christmas and you've got a whole week off. No matter where you are, it's a week of vacation. So you can still, you can relax, you can hang out, all that stuff. Me, how about me? I'm taking my weekend and Christmas Eve to drive there. And then we're going to have a nice, you know, Christmas day. It'll be, we'll have the full Saturday and Sunday. That's nice. And then I've got to work. And then Friday, I'm going to finish up work. And we're going to pack up, and then we're going to get up early on Saturday to drive home. And then I'll, we'll have the one day on Sunday to rest, and then I'm back to work, and you guys are going to school. But you'll have had a whole vacation behind you. I, I try not to do that like, hey, in, you know, in my day, <laughs> or what about me? I don't get any vacation time. You don't see me. You know, I try not to do that, but I also, I also totally do that all the time. Uh, anyway, so yeah, it's a weird, I just have a weird, like 
it's I guess it's different. You know, over the summer it really seemed it's like, hey, hey, New York City, we're open for business. <laughs> Everybody's open for business. <laughs> we're back, baby. New York's back, baby. America's back. Yeah, suck it, COVID. <laughs> uh, and we were out. And I mean, New York City is great because everywhere you go, even back in the summertime, you had to show your vaccination card if you wanted to go and eat, uh, you know, sit down and eat somewhere, if you wanted to go into tourist places. Um, and you certainly had to have a mask on. So it's like, okay. And uh, people are like, oh, because Boston just implemented their, you know, new ma- mandates and things, and everybody's scre- they're protesting, and you know the fucking, the fucking slobber pusses out there, the fucking droopy eyed, fucking slack jawed imbeciles, like hey, my liberties, still with the fucking liberties, communists, ah, <laughs> uh, uh <laughs> what is the word that people use when they don't know what something means? Uh, what is communist? Anyway, uh, <laughs> yeah. so, and people's, you know, the argument is like, oh, great, Boston's going to do this and that. You got to show your idea. Worked out really well for New York City. It's like, well, yeah, but New York City is filled with a bunch of people who aren't vaccinated who aren't necessarily going to these places. It's still, you can still like, you know. You don't have to show your vaccination card to get on a fucking subway. You don't have to show it to get into an Uber. You have to have a mask on. But, I mean, let's be honest. I think we've seen exactly how well these many people are, are doing it wearing masks. So, yeah. New York City's filled with knuckleheads. Just like Boston. Just like, oh, I don't know. Every place on the planet is filled with knuckleheads. Or certainly in the United States. So, And we're heading to the southern United States. You know that I was originally, a few weeks ago, I was legitimately, seriously talking about, I was going to send a group text to the whole family and say, hey, next Monday, a week from today, there's a, there's a Hornets game uh, against, I forgot who, I want to say the Rockets. Yeah, I, I don't know. I can't remember. There's a Hornets game next Monday. God, I have been. 2015 was the last time I went to a, a Hornets game in Charlotte. That would be cool. Get the whole family could go. It's fun. And Kimmy's like, I'm not. No fucking way. I'm going. I'm like, what do you mean? Like, oh, COVID. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I got gotcha. you. I'm like, oh, it's a big arena. Surely they have, uh, you know, vaccination requirements and mass mandates. And uh, no, no, they don't. They they have suggestions. <laughs> suggestions for for masks and then anyone who's sitting within the first like i think it's like the first 15 rows has to have a vaccination card that's that's about it um so yes we protect the rich at all costs <laughs> so yeah so i looked at that i'm like okay never mind we were not going to that and now now i'm sitting here saying oh my god there's no fucking way there's no fucking way i'm going to an indoor sporting event anytime soon. I went to I went to AEW and was masked up back in October the whole time and still felt uncomfortable and obviously nothing happened. All good, but uh yeah, I don't know. I don't know. That's that's the that's the end of the story. I just don't know. That's all I can say. 
But I do know that we're heading south. And the plan is to have a good old-fashioned Christmas down on the farm. A little overeating never did you any harm. Uh, you know, I. it's like, that's the thing, too. It's like we're sitting here, you know, I stress out, is it the right choice? Is it the wrong? Last year was the right choice to stay home. No question about it. Uh, did not want to run that risk. Didn't want to get, you know, infect others, get infected, carry, spread, blah, 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 blah. Too risky. No vaccine, no, you know, it was, it was the right choice, as tough as it was, and nobody had any, you know, everybody get like, yeah, we're not gonna, we're not gonna see you this year for Christmas, and it sucked, but it was, it was the right choice to do, and then this year it's like, oh man, all this stuff's shutting down and closing up, and it's like, oh god, I, watching that Saturday Night Live was so fucking depressing, because it was like, oh god damn it, this is like back to. This feels like 2020 again, just doing stuff in front of no audience and like, oh, are we really, are we really doing this again? We're going to have like Zoom. I'm not, I'm done with Zoom. I fucking hate Zoom. I hate any company that uses Zoom as a piece of shit because Zoom sucks and you should not be using Zoom as your primary, primary communication if you're a major uh, company. I think it's ridiculous. Anybody that uses, I mean, you got... You got Teams, you got Google Meet, you got, like, anything. Fucking Zoom. Zoom is to talk to, you know, grandma and grandpa during the pandemic. That's Zoom. Uh, anyway, <laughs> not going to go on about Zoom. I use Zoom once a month on the PTO meeting, and I hate it. And that's it. That's enough. And I'm not going back to this fucking Zoom shit. Uh, there's gotta be, there's gotta be better ways to do this than just like, we've had two years, like, come on, come up with something other than just shutting everything down. There's got, but maybe not, but I don't know. It's like, we're all, I don't know, man. Kick players off the team who aren't vaccinated. That's, that's a simple way to start. Honestly, you want to get shit under control and be able to have games and stuff. Nobody's allowed in any arena in the country unless they have their fucking vaccination card uh or a, or a negative test that's happened within the last like five hours honestly it's like that's it i you know i don't i, I don't know uh, even to say like oh you don't have to be vaccinated but you have to have a test i'm fucking tired of that get your fucking vaccine seriously enough oh well we'll just as long as you promise to have a test, a positive test, and wear a mask. No, you don't get to do this. You don't get to do the fun stuff. You're fucking done. Go home. Seriously, that's where we are. And that's why I kind of don't give a shit. You know, when I was talking about, like, oh, we're going to go to South. Oh, man, I just, you know, I'd like everybody to get tested. So that way uh, I don't want to come back and spread the COVID up the East Coast. I don't know if I fucking care anymore, which is a horrible thing to say, but, like, We've all, we've all done the right, well, those of us who have done the right thing have done the right thing for two years. And, you know, the reason, people are like fucking babies, like, oh, good, fucking mask mandate again. You know, people putting the, whoever the new governor is in New York and just putting like Cuomo with, you know, photoshopping her hair on Cuomo's head. It's like, that's not Cuomo. It's not the, you know, fuck him. But like, it's, it's, it's every, every place is doing this. And so now Michelle Wu, the new mayor of Boston, she's a communist. 
because she's going to do the mask mandates. It's a little odd that it starts on January 15th. I'm like, what is this? Is COVID taking off for the holidays? <laughs> is COVID on like a college schedule? He's, COVID's not coming back till the middle of January? You know, I don't know. <laughs> um, but it's sort of like, oh, we got to keep uh, the sports. We've got a lot of players who aren't vaccinated and coaches who aren't vaccinated. And we got to have a rigorous protocol. Now, oh, fuck you. Here's your rigorous protocol. Get vaccinated. And if you're not, go home. We don't, you're not playing today. I don't care who you are. Aaron Rodgers, go home with your fucking toe. That's all. Yeah, I guess maybe that's why fuck Christmas right now because uh, there's a lot of these assholes coughing all over the place, out and about, and they're unvaccinated. And again, I can't make this more clear. I don't care. If you don't want to get a vaccine, that, 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 that should be your right. Nobody should force you to get that. Nobody's going to hold you down while you're kicking and screaming and put a needle in your arm. That is that is some dystopian shit right there. Uh, but also, you got to stay home. You can't do anything. No more cruises. No more hotels. No more sports. No more concerts. No more dinner at a restaurant. And that's why these babies are screaming because they're like, oh, no, I won't. That's not fair. I wanted to keep going out and doing whatever the fuck I wanted to without having to have any fucking accountability for anything and just not get vaccinated. And now they're laying the fucking shit down because it hasn't worked because half the people aren't vaccinated. So the big cities are seeing these surges and the small cities and everywhere in between cities are seeing surges of these fucking cases. And now... We're finally, it seems, maybe kind of, sort of, starting to finally get somewhat serious about, like, dude, don't get vaccinated. It's cool. You just, you can't come into this city. You can't come into any restaurants. You can't go to any bars. You can't go to any concerts. You can't go to any shows. You can't do anything. You love the football? Well, great. Watch it from your TV at home. Cough into your fucking pillow. Uh, You know, that's it. So I'm, yeah, as I read the doctor on Reddit talking about how he's just said, yeah, I'm done. I'm leaving the medical helping. I'm leaving the saving people profession because when you do try to save somebody, what do you get? You get punched in the face by their batshit crazy wife who only believes in QAnon conspiracies instead of actual medical doctors who have dedicated their whole lives to this shit. So to me... My version is, okay, I've dedicated the last two years to just not doing anything, not seeing family, not seeing friends, finally get out and do a a little taste of that, dip our toes back into the water over the summer with two whole trips to New York City and a trip to Myrtle Beach and a bunch of camping outings. And it's starting to feel normal again, and now we're just back to the same bullshit because these fucking, the fucking thing's going to keep mutating And you're going to have Alpha, Beta, Gamma, Delta, Upsilon, Omicron. (laughs) You're you're just going to keep having these things. They're going to run out of Greek letters. And it's entirely because of the unvaccinated crowd. And meanwhile, the unvaccinated crowd sits there and they are like, oh, more communism. (laughs) I'm not a sheeple. More government overreach, medical freedom, medical choice. 
you have medical freedom. Nobody has forced you at gunpoint to get any vaccination. You just can't do the same things. And you're a baby, which is A, why you won't get the shot, and B, why you won't just fucking accept the fact that you can't go and do these things. You want to do shit? Great. You can go to any drugstore, any diet. They have clinics. They have, I mean, you can still, and it's free. It's free. It costs nothing. You just go and they give you a COVID shot. And then three weeks later, you go back and get the other one. And in six months, they've got a booster for you. It's not fun. I don't like having the sore arm. I don't like the occasional grogginess that, uh, that comes with it. But in the end, it's like, hey, that wasn't my favorite thing to do on the planet. But also, I, have, uh, I find myself not in a hospital room in an ICU uh, attached to a ventilator gasping for air. So cool. That's fun. I hope this I hope this tape isn't played like eh, I'm not even going to get it. <laughs> it's like why are why are all the conservative radio show hosts who are covid deniers all dying of covid? It's a hint. Here's a hint. It's not from the government conspiracy against them. The government's not putting a hit on these guys. It's like, man, people just want to believe literally anything and everything except the actual truth that's right in front of them. It's fucking crazy. So, you know, I guess that's why I'm not super into watching, like, Kevin throw paint buckets on two guys and try to murder them because I'm just, like, I'm not feeling, just not feeling it, dog. And succession's over. Uh, Last night, Sunday night was such a, oh, you want to talk about a void. You know, the last nine Sundays have been, Hey, we're going to do, at all costs, we're getting the kids to bed early so that we can be ready as close to 9 o'clock as possible so that we can watch Succession before bed. Because I'm not waiting until Monday. I'm not waiting days later. I'm not going to get spoilers. I'm watching it now. And then last week was just like, ah, Succession and Curb and Joe Para. And now Succession is over. Joe Para is over. I just, there's an emptiness. There's an emptiness that no Christmas tree can replace (laughs) with my shows being over and i guess yeah i guess i'm kind of like you know you sit there and after a while it's like all right everybody's vaccinated going out and doing their thing and the unvaccinated are out doing the exact same thing and so yeah i hope every city they won't because i mean look florida exists but the good news is all these people i was reading in the boston thing where they were you know showing the news announcing Michelle's Wu's plans for Boston and the mass mandates and the different requirements and vaccination and things. And you have to have your card and all that stuff. And half of the com, I mean, it was you know the usual stuff right out of the playbook and sheeple, communists, uh, my liberties. And the other half was like, guess it's finally time to move to Florida. And I'm like, yeah, please, yes. Oh, you finally, you fucking Q assholes, they came up with a good idea finally. Get out, go to Florida. That's great. Go to Florida. Everybody to Florida. Go, 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 go. Go, 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 go. Have fun. Very hot. Very warm. Oh, gosh, it'll be, it won't be long before you're saying, hey, beat shoveling snow. Trust me. That's just, you go, go and do that. Go and do that. You, you'll be the first person in the history of the universe to go to Florida and say, 
Oh, 80 degrees in January? Can you believe it? Yeah, it's only like since the beginning of time that it's been like that down there. But yes, it's crazy. You're discovering it for the first time. Therefore, everybody's discovering it for the first time. Beach shovel and snow. Anyway, <laughs> go do that. Go leave your shovels behind and your masks and just go. I mean, can we, maybe that's where the wall, I'm okay with the wall as long as it's just like between, not even Florida and Georgia, but let's, yeah, we'll, we'll start with Florida and Georgia. Let's just cut, we'll, we'll cut off Florida and then, you know, maybe some of those other states. But yeah, it's sort of like, oh, Hmm. Well, we've all done everything that we're supposed to do. And now there's, uh, you know, there's things, restrictions and sanctions and whatnot being put on things again. And I'm just kind of like, yeah, no, I'm good. I got this little card, lets me go anywhere. And I'm okay. I'm totally okay with that as much as, and it's also admittedly, uh, there is some joy in seeing stupid people think that it's some kind of a, a authoritarian government overreach and it's it's just like nazi germany it's just like that it's just like that you know you hear them say oh your papers please like yeah it's it's so much like that that it's nothing like it at all isn't that crazy i mean yeah in the sense that like if maybe i didn't read the history books too well but i don't remember the part where (laughs) <laughs> the Jews all refused to get a life-saving vaccine and then weren't able to go to the movies without a little card. And that was the Holocaust. I don't recall that part of it. They couldn't go see the fucking Celtics play on a Saturday night without showing a, a vaccination card. And that's the Holocaust, ladies and gentlemen. I, uh, oof, It is. It's a certain level of... I mean, there's just no... Yeah, there's no real redeeming qualities left. They've just been drained. Uh, <laughs> they're not filled. I don't know if they're filled with ivermectin and horse tranquilizers and bleach and hydroxochloro, whatever. Uh, but but whatever they've they've filled their their bodies and their brains with has uh, has left no room for uh, you know empathy, decency, intelligence rational thinking not that there was much maybe to begin with but it's it's all been it's all been they've all flushed that out of their system they may not have flushed COVID out but they flushed all those qualities and for me there is a certain a certain level of me that's just like yeah fuck it i'm not i don't give a shit about you i did and now i don't because you can only give a shit about somebody to a certain extent, and then if, after two years of them not giving a shit in return, it's like, okay, well, I did everything I was going to do, and I'm going to keep doing that, but go fuck yourself. And I hope that you are never allowed in any place that I go ever again until you get vaccinated. Jesus Christ. So anyway, this turned into something, didn't it? This is what happens when you just hit record for no reason. And then your entire lunch, <laughs> your entire lunch hour has now been depleted because you had to talk about fucking the same old shit that we're all tired of talking about. Didn't I just, didn't I just make a statement about this where I wasn't going to talk about this stuff? I was just going to keep it light and fun. God damn it. Bye. Sorry. Bye.